how many of you are old enough to remember a guy we called Baghdad Bob? Remember him? He was the spokesperson for the Iraqi military and Saddam Hussein. We pushed them. They ran away to the back. We pounding them. They disappeared in the depths back. When we stopped pounding them, they pushed some of their units towards Saddam International Airport. We noticed that those units only for be filmed and for propaganda, hollow, empty propaganda purposes. Now, imagine Baghdad Bob with red hair and wearing a dress. I would say that this is now on track, Peter, to be the largest airlift in U.S. history. Uh, so, and that is a. a bringing American citizens out. It is bringing our Afghan partners out. It is bringing allies out. Uh, So no, I would not say that is anything but a success. All I can say is we are in big trouble. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Well, the deceitful, dangerous, deceptive, and I don't think even legitimate clown show we call the Biden administration continues to show how low they can go, how bad they can be, how misinformed they really are, and the fact that they have no judgment, no discernment, and no ability to think rationally. We've known for a long time day was going to come that U.S. forces were going to leave Afghanistan. I understand it. I get it. But I don't think the Biden administration gets it at all. Go back to July, like a month and a half ago, something along that line. During the the July 8th press conference, President Joe Biden estimated Taliban forces at maybe 75,000. And I don't think they ever paid attention to how quickly those supposedly 75,000 forces were. And, And he also made it very clear. You know, that no, Afghanistan's not going to fall. It's not going to happen. We'll be long gone out with all of our interest and our friends gone with us. Look at the unmitigated disaster that we are leaving in Afghanistan. This is morally reprehensible. And it shows a reprobate mind or the reprobate minds that make up this administration The wokeness, yeah, we got, you know, General Mark Milley more concerned about critical race theory than getting our people out of Afghanistan. He should be fired. Blinken should be fired. They should be gone. There's no excuse for them to stay one more minute. They've done nothing but make this an unmitigated disaster. Then you've got Lloyd Austin III. You don't know who he is. Well, he's the Secretary of Defense appointed by President. What room am I in today, Biden? U.S. Department of Defense and his biggest concerns. I mean, the number one stories that come out about Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is we must mandate COVID-19 vaccines for all service members. We'll get on to the COVID stuff in just a little bit. As I put together this radio program today. Many of you have already seen the news of the things that are occurring right now, right now in Afghanistan. Suicide bombers, 
yeah, the whole place is an upheaval. It is a total unmitigated disaster that most people over the age of 30 with a rational thought process could have predicted. When I would be, if I was in charge, and I'm not, but let's say I was in charge, and I don't have to be a military genius to understand a couple of issues. Number one, what's the first thing we need to be doing when our troops were still there? We've been lowering them and lowering them. Well, the first thing you do is you make sure you get your citizens out. You make sure those individuals who'd be marked for death. And by the way, you've got squads now running all over Afghanistan, executing those that cooperated with the United States. It also comes from reliable sources. They'll be tracking down those that converted to Christianity. By the way, this is a both sad and positive note. The Christian community in in Afghanistan was one of the fastest growing in the world. In spite of all the in spite of all the difficulties. And those, unlike Americans who are too chicken-hearted, too many of them, to stand up for their faith, they will lose their life for their faith. How many how many Presbyterians, Baptists, and Methodists will lose their faith? Give it up. So they can, you know, get through life, which is going to be more important to the lazy American versus some of those in Afghanistan already being martyred for their faith. We created this mess. We created this mess 20 years ago when we first got involved in Afghanistan and decided to hang around and make an impact and get into what was no more than a nation-building process. And along the way, as would be expected, we made many enemies. And now you have the Taliban, you've got ISIS, you have Al-Qaeda. They all see an opportunity in a weakened, feeble, feeble-minded president and his, you know, his, his idiotic administration that they can't seem to get anything right. Nothing. I was looking at some stories just to give you an idea. How are we doing? Inflation is eating away any gains we've ever had. Prices on gasoline and groceries are eating away all the wage gains that Americans saw over the last four years prior to the Biden administration. And even before the pandemic. Prices keep climbing. Inflation keeps going up. Those of you like my wife and I who are retired, we feel it because our incomes are rather fixed. So we have a problem like many of you do. We have an incompetent administration. But the Taliban forces, there may be 200,000 of them right now in Afghanistan. That's right. 200,000 of them may already be in Afghanistan. They have taken over the majority, the vast majority, of the real estate. And all we're doing with this administration is just rearranging the deck chairs in the Titanic. We allowed this thing to overwhelm us, to overcome us. And now, how do we fight back? How are we going to fix this? I don't think we can. And if we could, 
if we could fix this, at what cost? We have known this administration coming in knew we were planning to leave. The previous administration said we are planning to leave subject to certain conditions. Apparently, those conditions didn't matter to this administration. So we just kept on pulling out and pulling out. We've surrendered our Air Force base, our planes, our our vehicles, our weapons, our technology to the Taliban. Now, records show that the Afghan army consisted of about 182,000 soldiers. And you can add the police, you got another 118,000. And those numbers, according to those that have really paid attention, are probably, um, shall we say, highly inflated. There's what they call a prevalence of ghost soldiers. They exist on paper. That's right, a paper army for the purpose of people getting salaries and provisions. They've either died, deserted, or never even existed in the first place. And so many experts all over Europe, in the UK, they all knew about that up front. They all understood it. They warned. I think the previous administration understood that. That we were not, you know, Joe Biden or whoever's really in charge. Right now, Kamala Harris is out of the country. And, of course, her her biggest concern right now is not what's happening in Afghanistan because she just laughed that off when she got on her airplane. You know, Afghanistan, just, you know, she know how she laughs. And, and this and her biggest concern right now is if you want to have Christmas toys for your children, it might now be, might be the time to start buying them because the delay may be many, many months. So across the board, um, people are experiencing the issue. And, of course, the climate crisis is fueling. Ah, yes. Don't forget the uh, the climate crisis. That's going to cause all the all the ills of the world. We've been told that the the climate crisis now is. Is, is causing shipping problems. The the climate crisis is is why people want to leave Central America and, and come to the United States. It's the it's the climate crisis. It's the climate crisis that has caused all the upheaval in the Middle East. Well, let's see. People have been trying to come to the United States across the southern border for as long as I can remember long before anybody even was running around screaming climate crisis. We've had instability in the Middle East for 70-some-odd years before the, the word climate change or global warming were even understood in anybody's vocabulary. But no, everything now is climate crisis and the virus. Climate crisis and the pandemic. Climate crisis, get a vaccine. This is where we are in our country today. Now, there are a lot of news stories that I run across. And I just wanted to start the program today to remind you that anytime we're being told anything about anything these days, you're, you're, being, you're being gaslighted. And, and I know a lot of you know what that means, but some people don't, and they've been afraid to ask. So I will tell you what gaslighting means really simply. There was a play many, many years ago where a husband was trying to drive his wife crazy. 
And what he would do, this is kind of based in the late 1800s kind of thing, and, and they had gas lighting. And whenever she would leave a room, he would turn the light down just a little bit. He would turn the gas down just a little bit to make it a hair dimmer. And she'd come in and she'd say, well, 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 husband, the room is a little darker. And he'd say, no, it's not. It's just, what, what are you talking about? Are you crazy? And he would keep turning the gas down and make the room darker to drive her crazy. And that's pretty much what our government is doing to you and I today. We're being gaslighted. We're being gaslighted on Afghanistan. We're being gaslighted on COVID. We're being gaslighted on climate change. We're being gaslighted on critical race theory. In other words, they have so many things. They're they're like uh, the great magician trying to and juggler trying to keep all this stuff spinning in the air, keeping our eyes away from the truth. And that's where I fear we were at today. And so, so Kamala Harris talking to business leaders in Singapore, the number one crisis in her mind. Because, see, when it comes to, to Afghanistan, she her thought process is pretty much... What's your response to reports of Americans? Oh, hold on, hold on. Slow down, everybody. <laughs> yeah, many people say that's her nervous laugh. And, and many, many psychiatrists and psychologists say that a lot of people, when they are don't want to deal with the truth, don't want to deal with reality, and are embarrassed about sharing what the truth truly is, they they hide it in a laugh. And boy, Kamala Harris laughs a lot. <laughs> if the stakes weren't so high, it would be laughable. We have a laughable joke of a vice president, and we have a man with obvious cognitive issues in the White House who, when confronted now in this Afghanistan disaster, has these little press briefings where he just rambles off something that he's reading off a teleprompter and immediately turns and walks away and refuses to take any questions. Almost a, what I call, Baghdad Bob response. You know, everything is fine, we're doing our best, and and it's not our fault because we inherited all this. Well, let's go with the assumption, Mr. President, that you did inherit all this. You knew back after the election in November, as you had your transition team in place, that should have been one of the things that your incoming person to be at the Department of Defense would want to know about. You were briefed by the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And if you thought it was all screwed up by the prior administration, you should have set down your priorities sometime around the 20th of January, because you still had, even based upon the idea of getting out in May, you still had February, you still had March, you still had April, you still had May, you had four months, 120 plus days to decide what to do. And it's very clear there was a an agreement in place based upon certain conditions being met. 
Obviously, those conditions by the other side, so to speak, the Taliban are not being met. So you're under, you're under no obligation to do anything except respond in kind. That's what we're not doing. We're surrendering. We're walking away. How many billions of dollars of stuff? Listen, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on Afghanistan. But it is just an example of this administration's inability from a logical, forget forget any kind of a political point of view. I'm just saying everything I see coming out of this administration is not based in logic. It's not based in, in true science. Everything they do is based upon one science only. That is political science. And that's a dangerous Dangerous way to approach the world. They put on their rose-colored glasses and assumed all they had to do was just leave, just just pick up and leave. And somehow everything would be fine and the media would give them cover. This is one time the media can't. This is so blatant. This is so obvious. They can't bury it. They can't protect you, Mr. President, like they have since you were running for president, since the South Carolina primary when it was ordained by the powers that be, because Kamala Harris could never get there on her own, they'll use you to get her in office. They'll make her the VP. Let's take Grandpa, and let's protect him, and let's use the media as our as our cover, and do whatever it takes to win that office. Well, you know my opinion on that. I still believe the election was stolen. I cannot believe the state of Georgia voted for two Democrat senators and Biden. And I've said it before. I don't think that Brad Raffsenberger in in the state of Georgia, the, the secretary of state, really cared. He didn't like Trump. Either did Kemp. And so I think they believed thoroughly that Biden could win. They didn't care. They would fix it at the uh, the time of the election for the two senators that were going to come out of the state of Georgia, a regular and a special election. And they 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 were not able to fix it in time because the spotlight was on. In other words, to fix it by January, Raffsenberger and Kemp would have to admit that they failed and that there were things that were irregular illegal and vote theft may have occurred they had to declare on a stack of you know bibles i guess if they cared that everything is fine the election was fair it was honest and they kept that mantra up all the way because if they if they wavered on that they put themselves in harm's way because they're the ones that allowed the law to be broken Raffsenberger signed off on a deal. You know it and I know it. With Stacey Abrams. And the rest is history. And then from November till January the 5th, if they tried to fix it, it would be blatantly obvious. They didn't fix the election mess until after they lost the two Senate seats. And that's because Brad <laughs> and, 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 and Governor Kemp are running next year. And if they leave the steel in place, they're going to lose. And they can't have that now, can they? As far as the 
disaster occurring before our very eyes in Afghanistan, all we can do is pray. Because people like you and I, we are helpless. We are helpless against the, the attacks that have occurred and attacks that I believe will continue to occur. I'm scared that thousands of Americans will be left behind and become hostages. We're going to have the greatest hostage crisis on our hands this nation has ever seen. And the public relations disaster internationally that's going to ensue. Remember, the media can keep it covered up to a degree here, and people will just put on Rachel Maddow and and whatever, and, and they'll be told what to think and what to believe. And you're not seeing what you are really seeing before your very eyes. It's all fine. They won't be able to cover much longer. Because, see, the North American Treaty Organization that came into being, NATO, is going to look at the United States as a weakened, worthless, and unreliable, untrustworthy partner. It's already beginning to happen. Our credibility and our integrity in the face of the world is gone. And countries like China, they smell blood in the waters. This is only seven months into the, into the Biden administration with Democrats in charge of the House and Senate. I don't think we can survive till, till 2022 for a midterm election. And we, we sure will never make it to 2024. Short of God intervening and changing the course of history, there's a lot of other things going wrong as well. We're going to get to in the program today. Man, this opening segment took a lot longer than I planned, but it's just a lot to talk about in our world. And I'm sorry that it drug on so long. We, we know about inflation. We understand the Taliban. We understand our, our entire mess in the United States. And then we have those running around saying everybody must get the vaccine. That's all we hear out of um, Anthony Fauci. We must have the vaccine. It doesn't matter if you've already been, in, you know, had the infection. You, your your body's response in the future, you still need the vaccine. We need to have children get the vaccine. We need mandates. I read a story, and once again, there are a lot of stories that have come out over the past. Oh, eight months, nine months, even the past year, that there is an element of truth, but you got to be very careful uh, where where it's going. Um, I I I'm shared stories every day about the virus and, and what have you, and I'm very careful about anything that I share with you, just because a friend of a friend tells somebody who used to work at the CIA this, I I, I don't necessarily jump on it. Do I believe we're heading toward the potential of what is called the vaccine passport? Very likely we are. Will it really come into fruition? In my opinion, that remains yet to be seen. A lot of it depends on on how people react. Now, you look at states like New York and California, for example. California has lost for the first time population. Normally, they've increased every year that in my lifetime. Now they're down 168,000 people that have picked up and watched 
California disappear in their rearview mirror. And the same exodus is occurring in states like New York, New Jersey, even Connecticut to a degree, parts of Pennsylvania. A lot of people are picking up and leaving. Now, there are states like Virginia that, are, that have a very Democrat-controlled House, Senate, and, and governor's mansion. But I don't think all the people in Virginia are thoroughly on board. What you have in Virginia is a population bubble just outside of Washington, D.C., that Northeast Virginia corridor, places like Alexandria, Virginia, where so many federal government employees live, even down toward Norfolk and also around Richmond. But I've been around the state of Virginia over the years and even recently. When you're in Southwest Virginia, when you're pretty much on the majority of the Interstate 81 corridor, the Interstate 75 corridor, guess what? They're not all on board with what their governor says. They're not all on board with what the legislature says. Maybe in Charlottesville, because that's where the University of Virginia happens to be. University town, of course, it's a blue pimple in a very red area. But a lot of folk in the countryside of Virginia can only be pushed so far. The same is true in Georgia, Alabama, North Carolina, even parts of North Carolina. I know you got a little bit of western North Carolina, the Asheville area. You got Raleigh-Durham. Kind of makes it a purplish state. But a lot of people are not going to just sit back and take it. Look, if you, I understand a lot of people in good faith were willing to be vaccinated. And then I'm reminded, and I wanted to share this before we go to the break, because we're going to run over here if I'm not careful. Because I have so many other things you really want to hear. By the way, before I forget, coming up in the next half hour, I've got a little bit. We, we were talking about Jim Calhoun, who was my guest on Tuesday. And I've got a little segment from him to share today. Because a lot of people have written and asked about uh, Jim and his program and his podcast. And I'm going to be sharing some of that in the next segment of the program. So you want to stay with us for that. I believe we're coming to a crossroad in this country. We can either surrender, we can either give up, or we can fight back. Yeah, I see news stories all the time. People saying, well, this department or that department, they're going to have, you know, they're going to have the vaccine ID. It's going to be like a credit card or this or that or the other, and you won't be able to buy or sell or do anything without it. Cash will be gone. Yeah, I know what a lot of people say. And it could be true. I can't verify it, so I'm always cautious not to jump into to stories that are not true. I get a lot of things that come across my desk every day, and I have to sort them out. And before I share anything with you, before I do that, I'm extremely careful. When I get back, I talked about it just a tiny bit Monday, a lot about it Tuesday, mentioned it a little bit yesterday that I just don't feel right about the FDA's approval or so-called approval we had on Monday, the 23rd. 
And I've got a few thoughts to share about it. Other people are picking up on the same thing that I noticed on the first day that I shared with you and also on Tuesday, why something about all of this simply didn't add up. And and we need to be very cautious and extremely careful uh, about how we are manipulated. There's something about all of this that sim- that really, I, do I dare say the word? Yeah, I will. There's something very Luciferian about what's going on with this virus. It wasn't long ago that, that Dr. Fauci said it's impossible to have a vaccine ready for the market for years. Can't be done in eight months or nine months. It's impossible. Kamala Harris and everybody said they would never take that vaccine. Can't be trusted. And now they're the best salespeople for it out there. What's changed? Is it truth? Or do they know something else that they're not sharing with you? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Now, very quickly, before we, we take our break, just want to share a couple of things with you today. Um, we're coming down to the end of the month. By the way, tomorrow's program is going to be a little bit different than, than some that I've done in, in recent months. This time of the year, I, I think back over my life, and I want to share... A little bit of my life story with you, if you don't mind, tomorrow. And I believe that some of what you will hear may be of help for you if you're going through some some very trying and extremely difficult times. And I hope that you will will be with me for tomorrow's program. It's going to be, we'll, we'll touch on the news in the first part, but I think what I really need to share with you will mean a lot to you. And so I hope that you will find the time to be with me tomorrow as we come to the end of the month only next week can't believe we're almost here to the month of september would you consider helping us out so we can pay the airtime bills that come due our mailing address is truth to ponder you can reach us at 21 berkshire b-e-r-k-s-h-i-r-e 21 berkshire lane Number 263, that is our secure box in Sky Valley, two words, Sky Valley, Georgia, 30537. Make the checks payable to Ancient Word Radio. Once again, 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, 21 Berkshire Lane. Number 263, our secure box. Sky Valley, Georgia, 30537. The Bread of Extra, coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can, so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Now, you might be saying, you don't have enough. I don't have enough in my life. I don't have enough money. I never have enough time. I never have enough affection. I never have enough anything. And you have a lot of lack and there's want and you sometimes complain. You're not satisfied. But what does the Bible say? Well, the Lord's Prayer says, give us this day our daily bread. Now, so the question is, do you have daily bread? Do you have daily bread? Well, check it out. Go to your kitchen. Do you have bread for the day? Well, chances are you do. And not only that, you've got more than that. Because chances are you have weekly bread. You have bread enough for the week. You might have bread enough even for a few weeks. And yet the Bible says 
that pray just for daily bread. So if daily bread is sufficient in your life, then weekly bread, that's extra. Anything beyond daily bread is extra. So consider yourself blessed. You know, if you got daily bread, that's blessing itself. Many people don't have that. But you've got more than enough bread. You got bread beyond the day. You've got extra then. You got more than enough. Start giving thanks for what you have. You know, get back to the basics. You got saved. You're blessed. You got daily bread. You're blessed. You're saved from hell. You're blessed. You've really got a blessed life. You know, you want to be blessed. Start giving thanks for what you have and you'll have joy. You'll have enough. Give thanks for all the blessings and you'll have more than enough. You don't need to go any farther to find out if you're blessed than your kitchen bread box. Want more? <laughs> Ask for more extra. Now, how often do you get something offered to you that's priceless, wonderful, life-changing, and free? Well, here goes right now. Sapphires. It's as precious as it sounds. Guaranteed to help you live a life of joy and victory. And the incredible mystery of the temple doors. You'll love it. It's priceless and it's free. How do you get it? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua. And you dial it. That's it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed, but call now. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to join me in bringing salvation back to God's ancient nation, Israel, and the unreached peoples of five continents with over a billion people. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1, and you'll do great things for the Lord. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. How do you write me? Well, the address is the Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111 in Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's a Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111. 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Shalom Alechem, my friend. Give thanks in Messiah. Lechem Chaim, the bread of life. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two our program, Truth to Ponder, here on this on this Thursday. A lot of things happening in the news because of our production schedule. Things may have happened between the time that I complete the program and you hear it, but I, I just have a feeling that the news going forward in the days, weeks ahead out of Afghanistan is not going to be good. I think there was poor planning, poor execution, a lot of assumptions. And I've made the statement, and I'm going to stand by this completely. You may disagree, and that's your right. But I'm going to say it for, for what it is. The people in power today... By the way, I saw that where Nancy Pelosi and the House of Representatives have pretty much skipped town. <laughs> they, don't, they, they don't want anything to do with this mess in Afghanistan. It's all on Biden now. And many people are realizing... Even some that voted for him, who refused to see it up front, are seeing for the first time the man is incapable, incompetent, and compromised. That's the only way to put it. And that's not being political. That's just being honest. The man cannot do the job. He was never up to it to begin with. How many times have we seen his wife, Jill, have to guide him around a stage or when he wanders away and doesn't know where he's going? He reads a teleprompter, and they try to get him off stage as quick as they can. That's not normal. That's not normal in, in a presidency. If Donald Trump had done anything that 
Joe Biden does on any given day, you never hear the end of it from the media because the media is two-faced and they are dishonest. They are in it for their elitism. One of the things the Bible shares with us, and this is the only way to explain it, when you have a party in particular, and there are a lot of parties like this around the world, they're pro-abortion, they're into the transgenderism, they're into all this strange and seemingly weird stuff. It's what is called the reprobate mind. I talk about this a lot. The Bible warned of it thousands of years ago. And you're seeing it right before your very eyes. You know, I look at some of these videos and news clips of supposedly intelligent journalists. And they're incapable of asking real questions. Because they're so busy pumping and pushing an agenda to keep it afloat and keep it alive. And for them, the truth is irrelevant. The truth can be sacrificed for an ideology. We're seeing that today in our country. But, there, but you know, there actually is some signs of hope occasionally. I, I see a lot of headline news. I see a lot of things that people have said, predicted, many of which have never, ever come true. And, and I say that. I say that because, you know, I you've got to be careful about your news sources. Even I do. And I'm cautious. There's some that I see where about 30% or more of the time they end up being wrong. So I don't share much, if anything, from those particular sites. I just don't. But I do try to share from those that have common sense, that make sense, and have had a track record. Now, just because the mainstream media doesn't like you, and just because Facebook and Twitter and Google suppress you and YouTube, doesn't mean you're a liar. It means that they have a fixed understanding of what they want the narrative to be, and the truth is a casualty. You can't trust these organizations any longer. We have dealt with quarantine, fear, lockdowns, and now being told the only solution to save us is a vaccine that literally eight, nine months ago, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and, and Dr. Fauci swore they would never take because, number one, it's impossible to have a, a vaccine for a coronavirus in less than three or four or five years. And they may be right on that. We'll find out shortly. Just want to share one thought. And I keep looking and I'm going to, before I get into more on the story about the FDA approval, I'm still, I'm like a lot of people. I feel there's something wrong with the so-called FDA approval. And I've picked up one news story after another, after another, after another that seems to say the same thing that I, I noticed. There was a paragraph on the second page of the letter that they put out as part of you know the letter to Pfizer, and they talk a lot about the emergency use authorization being extended, and they talk about a new drug not yet on the market. And somehow we're supposed to believe that 
that this is now approved and and magically in the same week we're getting word that even the Moderna is is well on its way to approval. No four or five year test. We don't know what this stuff will do to the body your immune system in the next three, four, or five years. We have learned one thing, though, that we didn't know before since January when all the vaccines started getting into the arms of people. Apparently, its effectiveness uh, goes downhill rather quickly. And here we are. First, they're talking booster shots for the elderly and the immunocompromised. And before long... Are we going to be doing this twice a year now? Are we going to have to go in to update our vaccination certificates so we can go to Walmart? Only if we let them. Now, some countries years ago gave up, and if they want to give up their freedom, that's something they're going to have to deal with. I pray for them that they find a way to to get their freedom back. Saw saw this story the other day. Uh, there, <laughs> there is... A COVID-19 tracking device they're using in in a city, Washington State High School, a a school there, will be putting tracking devices, like you know, just like for criminals or or those on parole, to track their COVID-19 exposure. Joe Biden has lost the trust of the United Kingdom in the G7. Pentagon orders all service members to be vaccinated. I mean, it just goes on and on. The, the, these news stories, but you know, we're looking now just what I needed to see. We're going to have to have vaccination certificates and, and maybe we're going to have contact tracing. And they don't trust these kids and their cell phones. So, hey, here's how we're really going to do it this time. We're going to put on an ankle bracelet, just like we do someone on parole. They're getting you ready. If you want to play those sports, man, you know, it's one of those things you got to give up. Every once in a while, though, there is a story or two that gives me hope. We have a lot of listeners in Canada, and it's a growing audience there. And I happen to see that uh, O'Toole conservatives are now leading the Trudeau liberals. That's a recent poll. And, and maybe, maybe just maybe, the tide is turning. The tide may just well be turning in Canada. Maybe you've had enough of watching pastors being stopped in the middle of a rainy highway, thrown to the ground as as hardened criminals because they had church. Maybe, just maybe, you're tired of just off-the-wall mandates and lockdowns and requirements. You know, I, I always remind you, and never forget this, government officials never lose their paychecks. They never lose their benefits or anything when you do and you still have to find a way to pay your taxes to pay their salaries and benefits the government never does without they never take on any pain it's all to their gain and your loss even journalists in canada are beginning to refuse the idea of meet privately and off the record with justin the man child trudeau off the record conversations used to be kind of common but that's becoming different because I think a lot of folk are no longer trusting some of the people in our own government. Maybe maybe some eyes are beginning to, to open. MSNBC's Joe Scarborough, Republican-turned-Democrat, are beginning to think Democrats are crazy in how they've handled this whole Afghanistan mess. And that's where we are.
COVID tracking devices. And like I say, my, my concern is a lot of things were said on Monday, and I mentioned it before, that really carefully scripted media phone call. I've listened to it three times, and it sounded like it was carefully scripted. Thank you very much. I, I so glad I hear, and I want to say to you, and thank you very It was just scripted. And these are people that are not professional actors, so it comes off as poorly scripted. And then my question is, where is the letter of August the 12th? Maybe you can find it so far. I've not found it. And that letter is referenced a whole lot in the so-called authorization and approval for a new trademarked drug that is supposedly a little different, but it's the one approved. But we don't even know what the conditions are. So are we being gaslighted on that? That's what I'm afraid of. And I'm not the only one to see it. Many have pointed that out. Wait a minute. Did you really approve it or is this a a smoke and mirror game? to get more people on board so we can convince the military and every, why are we, I, I don't get it. I don't get it, and I'm deeply concerned. We don't know the long-term effect. Maybe there are none, but you'll never know it until you have proven it. And the one thing I do know for certain, there has never been a successful vaccine in the history of medicine for a coronavirus ever never ever before there has never been one in the history of medical science for a coronavirus every one of them somewhere along the way during the trials and testing over the years failed and sometimes with very catastrophic and even deadly results i don't feel like being a part of the experimental group myself. Now, got a lot of feedback on our program on Tuesday, Living Off the Grid. And we're going to spend time, a couple of two times a week at least, talking about preparing for these days to come. What if we ever did have a uh, vaccine passport and your shopping opportunities are limited? They may not be as extreme as some are claiming instantaneously everybody's got to get it or there's no gasoline, there's no Social Security, no electricity, no nothing for you. I don't think Americans would stand for it. But I can see them gradually pushing that narrative. So how do you become more independent? And why should you, and especially Christians, think in those terms? Well, we should. We need to be thinking about being prepared for those things that are to come. Look at the poor Christians that are in Afghanistan. Many are preparing to meet their God because they know that either they reject Jesus Christ or they continue to accept him and forfeit their life as a martyr. And I don't think many Americans or Canadians people in the UK and Australia, there are very few that would. So being prepared has a lot to do with what we need to be doing in our world today. We had as our guest earlier this week, Jim Calhoun in the great state of Nebraska. And I asked Jim to put together a little segment to air on this program. And I want you to listen. It'll tell you about his podcast and and some of what he's up to. So 
Here's my friend, Jim Calhoun. I'd like to thank Bob Beerman for allowing me to come on his program and talk to you about mine. I do really appreciate that. I'm going to give you the links and the web addresses and so forth so you can find my podcast. But before I do that, I want to talk about the show Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. Bob deals in truth. And I love the name of the show, Truth to Ponder. And as you listen to the truth and you ponder it, I want you to keep this in mind. The truth is out there so we can act on it. So what do you do with the truth? Do you say, okay, well, that's nice, that's true, and just go about your business? Or does the truth actually help shape your actions? There's so many things that are happening in the world right now that are nefarious. How are you going to deal with that truth? You have to take truth and turn it into action. I'm going to give you an example. No good person likes slavery. Slavery is absolutely evil. But yet we have China, and we all know that China has slave labor. So China has slave labor. We do not like slavery. But yet there are big box stores that have made their living. They've made their whole fortune selling products from China, a lot of them made with slave labor. But since we can save a dollar, we go support that store instead of our local mom and pop's store. We go to the big box store and save a dollar. But we have that truth that slavery is evil. That's true. And there's slavery in China. That's true. And the Chinese use slave labor to sell products cheap. They send the products here. So how are you going to deal with that truth? If you truly hate slavery, why would you support someone who's using slavery? Since it saves you a dollar, does that make slavery not bad? See what I'm getting at here? We all have to make decisions in our daily life. And Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman is a great cornerstone to ground us in truth. So as you listen to Bob's program, I want you to understand, you're not supposed to just listen to the truth. You're supposed to know the truth and act on it. Because the Bible says the truth will set us free. But the truth will not set us free if we do not use it. So I'm going to ask all the listeners, the truth you hear from Bob Beerman, when you know that it's true, act on it. Now I'm going to tell you a little bit about my show. It's called the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. And I want to have it all about going off-grid. I do some topics. I do some current events. But I try to stay pretty much in the realm of creating your own power, living off-grid, and being independent. And you can find my programs at Thunderbolt West Media. And I'm going to give you the radio station that's on Thunderbolt West Media. And it's www.zeno.fm forward slash Thunderbolt hyphen West hyphen media hyphen radio. Yes, I know these are long URLs. I apologize for that. It's www.zeno.fm forward slash Thunderbolt hyphen West hyphen media hyphen radio. Also, the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show is on Anchor, www.anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, anchor.fm, 
forward slash Thunderbolt hyphen West hyphen media www.anchor.fm forward slash Thunderbolt hyphen West hyphen media and also on Spreaker and at Spreaker.com and it's www.spreaker S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R www.spreaker.com forward slash show forward slash living hyphen off hyphen grid hyphen power hyphen information. These are awful long, but you know what? They're worth it. So again, www.spreaker.com forward slash show forward slash living hyphen off hyphen grid hyphen power hyphen information. And I'm also proud to announce that we're working out a deal that I can be on Truth to Ponder Radio, which is Bob Bierman's radio station. You can access that at truthtoponder.com. I want to thank you, Jim, for those kind words. And yes, we will have him on our Truth to Ponder uh, streaming radio station, which can be found at our website, truth, the number two, ponder.com truth the number two ponder.com if you had a hard time getting the address for his podcast i will put that in the show notes so to speak if you if you listen online whether from uh spreaker or any of the podcast sites there should be a write-up about the program and i will include his web address in there uh, for you to look for if you have the ability of listening online. His address will be there. I also want to have Jim be on the program with me to be on shortwave radio on a on a fairly regular basis. I think that the time has come that we need to begin preparing. The Bible teaches a concept of being vigilant and being ready. And too many Christians are simply not ready for the things that are about to happen. In the United States, we become a very lazy Christian church. Things have always been very easy for us. We've never had to uh, have our life threatened for our faith. We never have felt that if we are people of faith, the government wants to hurt us. But I do now. During the pandemic, we saw in Canada... We saw it in the United States. I can remember a church in Kentucky had an outdoor service with people in their car. In their car, with the windows closed. And the police came out there to harass them and ticket everybody there. Because some fool-headed, full-of-himself Democrat mayor decided church has got to be canceled. It is a super-spreader event. Even if you're in your car and you're 10 feet away from another car. You're going to spread the virus. This is the kind of insanity that our, we've dealt with now for a year. People running around in fear of each other. You're afraid to breathe anymore. As people look at you and your breath is a killer to them. You're breathing. Your child better wear a mask because it's going to kill me. If, you're little, if your first grader is not wearing a mask... I may die. Well, if you feel that, get a new, get another profession. Stop being a teacher. There's something about this virus that we are either not being told. Number one, we know now it came out of a lab. They tried to, that's why I say I don't believe a lot of what we're told. We were told 
and it became the official narrative. Facebook backed it up. Twitter backed it up. YouTube backed it up. You never deviated. You never said it came out of a lab. No, that's false and misinformation. And, you know, as Surgeon General Murphy says, we must shut down all fake news and information. We need to control the narrative. Well, you've lied to us so many times. I don't want you, Murtha, Dr. Murtha, Surgeon General Murtha. You're not going to control the narrative because you have been a known liar. Fauci's been a known liar. I don't want to have them control the lying narrative anymore. I'm done. And I think we're being gaslighted, too, on this uh, so-called approval. There's something missing. I told you I felt really weird when I heard that press conference Monday. Dug into it Monday night, Tuesday morning. And I'm missing material that would tell you what you need to know. You're left with an impression that may not be true. And I don't think anybody's trying to correct that narrative. I'm worried. Christians need to begin to make plans. You need to have a plan going forward. What if you can't buy groceries as you did before? Go to the Walmart or go to a lot of places. What are you going to do? Are you going to shut your church down because Fauci says churches are spreader events while Walmart, liquor stores, and marijuana shops aren't? This is what it's coming down to. And do you trust a government vaccine that went through a short-circuited process. I don't. Enough on that topic right now. I think you and we, you know where I'm coming from. We need to start planning and being ready. Tomorrow I'm going to share from my personal life a very traumatic time that occurred a number of years ago. I can't believe how many years have passed since that day. And I, I want to share where I came from in life and It kind of tells you who I am and why I think the way that I do. I think you'll find tomorrow's program an encouragement if you're going through a difficult time personally in your life. And I hope you'll be with me for the program tomorrow. Christians in Afghanistan are going to lose their life. Our entire debacle of getting out of Afghanistan was a complete disaster. Our leadership is reprobate. Their minds are not clear. They don't function. Pray for those Americans that may end up being hostages in Afghanistan. I don't believe they're going to get them all out. And I think that the the terrorism is going to just ramp up. This is my personal opinion. Time will tell. Pray for Afghanistan and pray for this radio show. Join me tomorrow. If you believe in our ministry, would you help pay for the airtime bill? And our mailing address is... 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263, our secure box, Sky Valley, Georgia, Sky Valley, Georgia, 30537, 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263, Sky Valley, Georgia, 30537, till tomorrow, may God bless you. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, Visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.